Welcome to episode 26 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Hi, guys. And uh, I guess Fabien will start, as usual. Hello. Fabien. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> um, So the topic for today is about uh, VR and uh, the the choice between using controllers like the many uh, VR headsets uh, are doing or just using hand tracking. And I'm, I'm reacting to um, uh, an update from uh, Pico, so one of uh, the major headset manufacturers. Pico who said last week that they are also focusing heavily on uh, hand tracking for the input in the headsets. Um, and of course, uh, Apple, the Vision Pro doesn't have uh, controllers. And uh, so we know that uh, Meta is also very focused on hand tracking. Uh, I think there was an update a few weeks back on the hand tracking in the Quest. Um, and uh, so obviously, the uh, hopefully, <laughs> the Meta Quest 3 will have uh, good uh, hand tracking as well. Um, so it's interesting to see the the, with the improvement in hand and finger tracking, how this feature becomes more and more uh, popular and more and more used on all headsets. Um, and on the other hand, <laughs> pun intended, um, <laughs> it's uh, very, um, it, uh, when using controller like this, um, there are like uh, feedback, force feedback, uh, when you are doing something, when you press on the button, uh, uh, there, are, there is a, a vibration in the controller as well, uh, and they are more accurate. So it's kind of a balance between um, having a bit more feedback um, and accuracy and maybe a bit more freedom. And of course, for the, um, uh, the, the production of the headset, it's uh, easier for the company that don't have to produce uh, controllers. Um, so yeah, it's um, uh, my prompt for you guys <laughs> is uh, uh, how do you see this uh, tendency between uh, controllers and hand tracking and uh, which one do you like um, and which one do you see more uh, uh, meaningful for our usage. Um, and uh, we can start with you, Seb, maybe? Yes. So I, I think right now I, I tried different headsets and the end tracking was really great with the Ultralip uh, SDK on the, on the links or on the Vario. Uh, the quality of the hand tracking is really good. You can really interact with it. And, and it's fluid. You don't have a uh, mist. Uh, missed recognition of your gesture but you still have to learn those gestures and so it's not that natural at first to interact that way you need to learn how to do the gesture so it works perfectly uh, i have the quest pro and, and for me it's unusable uh, i'm always switching back to the controllers uh, when i try to use the finger uh, trying to go inside the menu select stuff I think it's painful to 
to have some misrecognition. So you try again, and when you do the gesture, sometimes where you're pointing is switching a bit. So you are launching something that you don't want to launch. And that never happens with the controllers. So for me, both as their use case, and right now the end tracking, like on the Quest Pro, which are done with cameras that are not meant uh, only for that, but meant for also tracking the environment and stuff like that. I think it's it's not usable. It needs to be perfect, or you always switch back to the controllers. At least that's my experience. And and like you said, the fact that in a, in a game you have some force feedback with the controllers is really improving the experience. And and when you go back to using only your hand, uh, it seems like you are not inside the, the experience anymore. At least it remove one layer of uh, immersive uh, immersive feedback that you get with the with the controller. So unless we are moving also to something like rings that you put on your finger and get some force feedback on your finger or something that you put on your wrist that simulate uh, because you don't have any muscle on, the, on your hand, everything is on your forearm. So if you are able to manage a sensation on your forearm, that could be nice also. But until, until now, I'm, I'm not a big fan of only using hand tracking uh, even with the HoloLens 2, uh, it was a, a pain to interact only with the with the finger. But I think also one one of, of the key points is that it's not using the ultra deep like the Lynx. So I'm really wondering when I we would get our hand on on the Lynx headset, um, how I will behave and how I will uh, maybe revise my opinion on on that. Yeah. Um... Just a word on that because I tried the uh, Ultralip uh, controllers a few weeks back, and uh, so there, there is a game where you uh, you uh, draw uh, with your hands and you create boxes and you can play with the boxes that you create, and it was it was really accurate. Um, to, like the the gesture were really really good. Um, uh, but yeah, I agree with you that the force feedback is uh, is very important. Yeah. Um, what about you, Guillaume? Well, un until now, I'm a controller guy uh, because, as Seb mentioned, the previous experience uh, with HoloLens One, for example, uh, and two when you had to select and and so on, and uh, we saw that they released the clicker just afterwards. It's just simple button for people to select. And uh, you had the head tracking for, for selecting the objects. And um, I've been um, ultra lip slash uh, lip motion uh, user for uh, decades, maybe nearly. <laughs> and uh, despite the fact that uh, it's a very fun device, I never found uh, the right way of using end tracking as a main main controller or main uh, uh, interaction with the virtual world. But you you still have these glitches and um, and uh, this little delay. But if you if I just said you 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 use the, the latest version of it uh, because they they released a, a new one lately. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. I didn't try this, so maybe I'll change my mind in the near future. But 
uh, until this day, like Seb, I never found anything that would make it um, uh, usable as a, as a full standalone, standalone uh, uh, controller. I don't know if this is the same trend that we had a few years back uh, when people tried everything to do the minority report uh, uh, like um, interface. Um, because at some point we had uh, scientific papers that prove that we are not meant to do this kind of interaction because it's too um, tiring for the arm. Uh, mm -hmm. you, human basically are not <laughs> construct for, for doing this kind of interaction because it's too painful. Uh, at a, like it's, it's a very short time. It's like less than five minutes. Uh, past five minutes, you are, you're too tired to, to use this kind of interaction. So this, I, I think that Apple find that uh, because when they are presenting their end tracking, people are keeping the end along mm -hmm. their body and just clicking. And so, so your end is hand are resting at some point, uh, but interacting in a VR um, games, uh like typing on the keyboard and uh, interacting with buttons and so on uh, at some point would be uh, exhausting uh, i guess so not a very fan big fan of interacting without any controller you know that because uh, uh i'm always talking about apple and when they would be releasing their controller because uh to my point i, I think they will have to do that at some point because mm. people won't be uh, liking this on a long period of time, so we'll see. But yeah, the, for me, the 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 force feedback is not even on the uh, on the debate because we are still not mastering the end tracking itself. So uh, when it will be done, we'll have another problem with the optics because uh, it, it will mean that we'll have hand um, gloves at some point, and mm -hmm. those technologies are not uh, ready yet, uh, despite the fact that we are working on this uh, for the past uh, decades as well. <laughs> so main goal is to master this, and uh, I'm very curious to see what it will be done in the next month. Something I found interesting that on the eye tracking, for example, there is Toby, which has done everything. And now they are the leader in that market. And, and now in the, on the end tracking, I think Ultralip is leading also the, the whole uh, market around the tracking of the head. So it's only like only one company managed to get it right uh, every time for this kind of tech. And investing uh, as much money as they can to, to get the perfect uh, device to, to track those uh, behavior, the, the eyes or the, the head. Well, it, it has been a 10, 10 year process to get the second iteration of the, mm. the trolley. <laughs> mm. I think they had also to find where they wanted to be, uh, cause they made a device, but that's not the main focus anymore. Their, their main focus is to embed their technology inside the headset directly. Mm -hmm. to avoid having like what we did for a long time with the HTC Vive uh, Pro, for example, where we were putting the, the, 
device in front of the headset with a cable connected to the computer or, or to the headset itself. Uh, they try to it. embed the technology so it looks better for the user. They, they, they have been trying to embed the technology for, for uh, since the beginning. Uh, I don't hmm. know if you remember the laptops. The, uh, I guess it was Asus laptops with the leap motion embedded in uh, next to the keyboard for, mm. for you mm. to just point with your hand and mm. do whatever. <laughs> and yeah, of course, it, it didn't work because people don't want to draw in, in the air, uh, especially mm. on, on a laptop. Um, so they tried and tried again. And then, yeah, I guess they are finally uh, succeeding in this uh, quest uh, by embedding it in the Lynx R1, uh, for example. I don't know if they are doing in other headsets as well. Yeah, in the Vario as well, of course. Mm -hmm. I think they will be fighting also against people that are used to now uh, typing on their uh, phone or on their keyboard or on the uh, using a mouse, mm -hmm. uh, going away from that easy interaction and precise interaction means that it needs work perfectly. Yeah, I think I was uh, doing some research at the same time. Uh, there was uh, an article a few days ago of someone who actually tried the Vision Pro, and he's talking about the keyboard. And so he says, like, uh, so I'm, I'm quoting, he says, it works fine, but takes some getting used to. Hmm. So latency. <laughs> no, so, gesture. Uh, he I, I think it's more gesture to, to learn uh, as on the phone, when you start to use a new phone, uh, if it's uh, an Apple and you are used to Android, the manipulation are not the same. The way to go to the setting, the way to interact with the phone is not the same. So you have to, yeah, there's a bit of learning. Okay, so anything more to add, Fabien? Are you, are you okay with our responses, <laughs> our answers? Yeah. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Thanks. So, Seb, next topic, I guess? Sure. So, on my side, I have two topics. The first one is about clothing uh, and the rendering of fabrics in, in, on uh, virtual reality, which was kind of tough until now. It seems like uh, it's moving forward. And uh, I have this video to share where you can see someone using uh, manipulating the fabrics with controllers, not with hands. And being able to fold it or to put it on the table and having it react correctly, or at least almost correctly. <laughs> right now, you see some interpretation, but it's it's really something really tough to to do. And the level of quality that they have here seems really nice. Uh, Do you know uh, what kind of technology are they using behind? Is it uh, like, uh, is there an AI model behind or is it completely real time? I need to go through the, the, the details to, to learn more, but um, the fact that it's running in real time, it's, it's kind of amazing for me. Um, 
there is definitely physics applied now the if there is an ai model i need to check on 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 the paper to to see what they used i don't know any any thought yeah, about around that nice. Guillaume, mm. well uh as always with this kind of uh video the first uh first seconds slash minutes you are seeing it uh, you found it very amazing but as you are looking at with looking at it uh, with more attention you can see that this is still more about some liquidy physics hmm. than real clothes or uh, you can see that it's it's like uh, moving not not in a natural way or maybe like satin very smooth and very uh slidey uh piece of clothes but i i can't see any realistic uh way of simulating that yeah yeah, yeah because mm. we, we 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 all know that uh, this kind of simulation it takes like specific software uh, that are very very expensive because they are uh, specified for that, uh, and they are used by um, uh, fashion designer to mm. uh, to know how their uh, clothes would be uh, moving stretching around. When, yeah, yeah, stretching uh, along the body and moving when people are walking as well uh, to mm. to exactly uh, predict how it will go so we are not there yet i guess uh it's a great improvement but still yeah for for video games purposes i i can see the way for this but for professional maybe that will be trying to to um to test their uh, creation in vr uh i guess we are not still there yet but yeah step by step we, we are coming closer but, I think for uh, training, where there is some manipulation that involve uh, yeah. working with uh, something that is not uh, like a piece of of, uh, of cloth or fabrics, uh, mm -hmm. that could be nice. But like you said, to for designer to make sure that, that the way the the cloth is they design uh, will work will uh, look great on on a, a specific person. That we are not there yet. No. Or even for trials, uh, we know that mm. AR uh, is uh, targeted for for fashion trials, and uh, mm. that there is also this, always this feedback from the clients or customers that um, it, it's not the real deal. So they they will have to to try it uh, re in the real world to to see how it in fits. Mm. And um, yeah, that's my that's my point of view on this. And yeah, I think it can be nice also to um, for um, currently there are there are a lot of uh, virtual fashion. Uh, you can see it in uh, in Snapchat, in uh, Roblox, uh, maybe not on the Decentraland as well. Uh, so a lot of brands are uh, participating into that um, uh, Web three metaverse fashion world. I think we talked about the fashion week uh, in the metaverse a few uh, months back. Um, so hopefully this kind of um, uh, 
technology can improve and broaden the variety of clauses that mm. uh, can be used and, and purchased uh, because there are business models behind uh, this kind of uh, metaverse. So yeah, it's nice. All right. And so the second subject is uh, a new way to generate with a picture uh, a 3D model of a, of a character. And why is this not moving forward? Oh, sorry about that. So we see here that through iteration, it starts to um, generate a 3D model of the head of the user uh, close to the picture you, you provide. And I don't know how fast they accelerate the video uh, to get the results, but anyway, even if it takes one day to generate this kind of 3D model only with one picture, that's still impressive. The first time I saw that uh, MetaHuman was impressive in terms of quality of asset that you get, but here from one picture, being able to, to get that uh, kind of result for me is uh, a, a new uh, game changer in the, in the domain. So I don't know what is your thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so do you know if it's an actual 3D model, or if it's uh, like uh, enough, uh, um... yeah, or uh, just images, just quote unquote a sequence of images around. Um, They're talking uh, about the 3D yeah, model. Yeah, I, I can see mm -hmm. a very nice. Okay, um, because yeah, with the um, popularity of uh, avatar services like Ready Player Me or the uh, Meta Avara SDK, um, being able to um, generate your avatar from just uh, a couple of pictures can be really nice. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, the first usage I see. Um, what about you, Ian? Yeah, but well, we, we all know that uh, Apple, once again, Apple with their Apple Vision Pro, they are trying to recreate this kind of uh, 3D avatar of your, of your, at least of your fa face for, for you to be able to uh, do uh, Teams or Zoom meetings with your headset on and so that uh, people that are talking to you can see your face moving around. And... Um, they found some technologies for you to 3D scan your face through the headset. And uh, from the, the first feedback we got, uh, this is not as accurate as it should be. Uh, it's more in like uncanny uh, rendering mm. and people are not that, uh, that feeling that good with this. And uh, when you are seeing this kind of uh, technology, of course, uh, we can uh, predict that it will maybe be bought by Apple in the few mm. 
months or so uh, because it would be the, the right answer for them. Uh, uh, as the king of uh, user experience and user uh, uh, interfaces, of course, it's better for you to just provide one picture and get your 3D avatar uh, instead of like scanning your face. Uh, I don't see people doing that, uh, to be honest, um, because it's for for having done some 3D scans, uh, it will always work when you are doing some demo. But when you are at home, it's it never gets you. You'll never get the the result that you want. Mm -hmm. um, so this is the first one, and then uh, maybe to open up the debate, uh, I know that a lot of manufacturers are like obsessed for you to have uh, the, the the most realistic avatar of yourself. Uh, possible in VR or metaverses. Um, but when you are asking the real user when they are when they are willing to do they they are just not <laughs> this is the complete opposite. Uh, they don't want to have their face because people mainly don't like their faces and they, they just mm -hmm. want to have some enhanced or improved version of the, of themselves or even completely different like uh, male or female or whatever uh, being a dog and uh, or their favorite uh, anime uh, character so uh, uh, I guess this obsession with you getting yourself like a digital twin uh, is not um, like uh, completely aligned what, with what people are willing to do in a virtual world but I can see that uh, we know that um, there is a, a way of thoughts of the metaverse when you have a digital twin of the earth and the digital twin of yourself through digital ID. Uh, that way I would understand. But at some point, you, you will have to understand that people are not willing to be themselves uh, in a virtual world because it would be too restricted or limiting, I guess. So just a little <laughs> philosophical or ethical mm. or whatever debate on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, in a, in a work context, I can understand that uh, people who want to, or people or companies who want to have the real uh, face and the accuracy of the face. Uh, but yeah, uh, on the more game and social experiences, I mean, uh, we can just, by just spending five minutes in VR chat, we can see the variety of uh, the avatars that people like to wear. Um, it can range from Star Wars characters to uh, animals and uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, articles and uh, a lot of people, yeah, think that uh, this is a way for people to express themselves as they want to be. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know if I that answer your question, but basically I agree with you. Uh, maybe ex except of the work, uh, in the work context, workplace. Yeah, yeah, if you want to, to get employed or you're passing, yeah, of course. But... Uh... I, I also um, always think that this vision of getting like ultra realistic uh, twin uh, 
a digital twin of everything because there is a way uh, I, I heard a, a few conferences where people are saying that if you want people to get immersed, you have to have something that is the most uh, realistic that you can be done. It, it should be exactly like the Earth. At some point, people are saying that uh, uh, metaverses uh, are not meant to be if it's not like Matrix. Uh, we, as VR user, we, we know that uh, it's a restricted vision because as we are in a numeric or virtual world, we can do whatever we want. So why trying to do exactly the same as what we are living right now? Mm. Uh, we, could, we could go beyond that and create new universes. And we know that the brain, uh, it, it doesn't need this realistic representation to be immersed. You can be immersed with like uh, wireframe or just colors and whatever, and uh, you, you'll make the switch. So uh, I, I'm kind of bat battling this, uh, this, this uh, way of thinking because one, it will slow down the creation of this metaverse or creation of very interesting experience. Uh, and of course, uh, you, 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 we can do better than that. <laughs> it's just like recreating the years uh, at some point. It could be one way of doing this, but it should be it shouldn't be our only focus for for getting to mm. global immersion that represent the metaverse. For me, it's two use cases: the try on clothes on on yourself to make sure it fits you, or you like the the clothes or the the outfit that you try on, and uh, for the work environment, like uh, Fabien said, for training, if you want to have a specific person explaining his work and explaining how he does something just shooting him and having him uh, getting his uh, body movement inside the, the, the experience and having him uh, replay with his, his own 3D model. Uh, I think that that makes sense and that makes the work easier for the for the enterprise to, to demo the, the real work environment, the real manipulation on uh, with a real uh, person doing it, uh, explaining it correctly and doing the gesture perfectly. But like, like you said, for the everything that is casual or where people want to enjoy uh, their time and be immersed in uh, other environment, everything needs to be uh, different from the reality to at least that that my thoughts too. Yeah, um, I agree. Like, uh, I think most VR users they don't want uh, realism, like hundred percent realism. They want uh, to be able to go anywhere in the virtual space. They want to have fun. They want to have uh, an experience that is easy to use. Um, and then, yeah, the the quality of uh, the uh, rendering comes. Not, I mean, it, you, we can just look at the success of Roblox and if you look mm. at... Or Minecraft. <laughs> or yeah, Minecraft, exactly, yeah. yeah. Or oh, super, super Cut. Uh, yeah. mm. okay. okay. So maybe I'll move on to the next final and next and final topics. So uh, just let me share my stuff here. Okay.
Okay, so for my part, I would like to discuss uh, the Links R1 latest news. Uh, there are there were announced weeks ago, but yeah, we are finally getting to to the uh, the date that they they are uh, announcing. Well, to 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 put a little context, uh, since our uh, various or numerous uh, discussion about Lynx R1, I'm seriously thinking about uh, purchasing one of them um, on the, for my professional uh, activities. I would like to have something that looks like or uh, maybe show the kind of uh, effect that uh, uh, Apple Vision Pro could provide uh, by advance and try to, to work on the, um, the augmented reality or spatial computing, as they are calling it, uh, for the next months. Uh, we know that Seb really liked it when he tried it uh it was i think at uh, laval virtual or or before mm. that mm. and uh since then i'm just like uh following what is going on with this headset so just to to as a reminder it it uh it uh, it did a successful uh i don't think it was kickstarter it was maybe another one well uh th their campaign was successful uh, it was in 2020, 2021, and since then they are just like delaying uh, once, uh, once in a, a, every time they are delaying their their um, their release, and uh, right right now they like two weeks ago they announced that they will be going to production, uh, like this week or next week. Uh, and that you should expect your headsets uh, by September and new uh, buyers will get them by October. Uh, however, when you are looking at the, the specification of the, the headsets and the future release of the Quest 3, uh, you can ask yourself, uh, is this still uh, uh, interesting to to get this uh, at this point because uh, the resolution is not that good right now because by, well it improved uh, through time um, and the something that is kind of scary for me is that like uh, two weeks ago they announced that they they received the the headsets and they had to do uh, like a manual lens calibration for every headset. And that they found a new algorithm for them to to be better. Like this, this is the picture that I'm showing you you right now. That on the previous previous version, there there were like some blendy lines, or blurry lines and um, bendy lines. Pardon, sorry. And now they have a better calibration process, and that is why they they are delaying once again for for you to get the best experience possible. Um, so it's a kind of scary for me that uh, at this point they are still working on uh, improving some calibration process, um, that they are still doing it manually in France while the, the, the headset is uh, created in, uh, in Asia. So it means that on a large scale production, they, they will be completely overthrown. I, I don't know really the number of headsets that they sold. It's like 2000, I guess. So it, it means that at this point, they are receiving 2000 headsets 
in France and working on them to to for them to be to be calibrated. Uh, so as a company that could have been uh, like a competitor at some point, uh, or maybe uh, uh, just to 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 fill the void between the announcements of the Apple Vision Pro and when it would be released, uh, I can I think they are they are missing their opportunity window at this point. Um, and if they are getting more delays, uh, Meta Quest 3 would get the, the whole market because uh, their headset is still around thousand uh, dollars for me, uh, as the Meta Quest Pro would be uh, half the price. So despite the fact that it's a very interesting device, uh, I hope they are not getting in the, the we, we all know this, these manufacturers that want to, to release the perfect product and they are still delaying, delaying, delaying. At some point they are just released it as a product and it's too late uh, because, well, people are fed up of waiting. And uh, when the, 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 the device, uh, you'll get the device in hand, well, it's, it's not as good as it should be or it, uh, at the, the the competitors are doing so yeah i'm still waiting and not really knowing if i if i if i'll order this because we are in august and i can't see how i could get my headset in october as they are still not uh uh released or well sending the the, the backers <laughs> devices at this point so I don't know what you think about this. Do you have more uh, information, maybe? And uh, yeah, I want to to have your uh, your view on that. On that. Because that's what you said. You know it. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so we are doing an, uh, a mixed reality experience for a theme park in Europe right now, and we are also wondering. Uh, right now, we we choose the XR Elite. The HTC XR Elite uh, to at least start developing the experience because it's it's for Halloween, so end of September, and I would really like to have the Link set set in, instead of uh, the XR Elite because uh, there is like some deformation around the hand of mm -hmm. the user because the XR Elite doesn't have two color camera to do the the stereoscopic. Uh, um, capture of the environment. Um, and uh, we have the same issue as you described here. They, they are saying now that we should receive one uh, by end of August. So it will really leave basically us one week to decide if we switch everything to links mm -hmm. or if we stay uh, on the HTC Vive XR Elite. Um, and but right the, now they are saying the that for the end, for the end of yeah. September, they should be able to provide 10 devices. So yeah. it seems like they've moved forward. But like you said, uh, they are still working. Now, at least the design of the headset sh should be a final one. Mm -hmm. At Laval, it was still a prototype. Um, and like you said, that's very scary that they are still trying to improve everything uh, by calibrating everything first in front. and. I don't know if they foresee a real production this year of the of the whole set of headset, or if of they still planning to maybe deliver more on, on January next 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 year. 
Um, but as you said, I'm also worried about the Quest 3 uh, coming to the market and um, and having a better quality of experience uh, available uh, with that headset uh, with a similar pricing. Um, that, that can be painful for the links uh, to find their marketplace. Um, the only reason that you should then try to get a link is more that it's open and you don't have this restriction from uh, Apple uh, from Meta uh, around the usage of the of the device or accessing the camera or stuff like that. So, but one point that you're mentioning, you seems to know that the Meta Quest Three will be better in terms no, of quality. No, no, I just no. There no, is no, I'm is... searching for that. There is no documentation on what. No, no, there, we, we don't know anything about the Meta oh. Quest uh, 3 at this point. And one thing that is uh, waiting for uh, the Lynx R1 is uh, the camera positioning. Uh, because we know that in for the Lynx R1, mm. the cameras are just in front of your eyes. So we know by design that there will be less. Uh, a distortion with the lens R1 compared to mm. the Quest 3 because the cameras are just lower. Um, so this is one other uh, argument for for getting the lens R1 R1. Uh, but on the other side, you have the the, the quality and uh, and the price uh, provided by Meta. Uh, so yeah, you, you just have to wait your your options uh, now. For, mm. But for a, um, a professional, those arguments are uh, important as well to have the, su the support and uh, the mm. price as well and be able to buy like uh, 10 of these in, and get this uh, the next month uh, without any, mm. uh, any stress or uh, being scared of not getting the, the device. And so longevity as well um, are, are there, are the, is the Lynx one will be still there next year uh, as a French startup. We really don't know what it be done. Uh, I tried to to monitor the the, the activity <laughs> of Links R one, and we know that uh, it, it they, they are not posting as much as they did in the past months or years. So this is not really a good sign either uh, for for backers or, or potential customers. So yeah. I'm a bit scared because there are nothing worse that, than uh, getting your company uh, uh, by a, a headset and then just announce that it had been cancelled or just mm. you lose the money because the, the, the company is, uh, is closing. Yeah, they, they posted an article two weeks ago um on the links website and the title is it too late the title of the article mm, yeah the, um, this is a yeah. official uh, uh because i i saw of several other blog and websites uh like posting this and they are all all their title is is it too late so yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, well, of course, on the official website, they are like uh, <laughs> defending that uh, and promoting that. Uh, they said, I quote, the main challenge behind delays has been getting sufficient funds to ensure manufacturing. 
Um, and they, they, there is a graphic comparing the their investments. So it's about two million USD per year. Uh, so on links, and they compare it to Meta, which is like ten billion. Uh, <laughs> so that gives a perspective on, as you were saying, uh, the startup, the the challenges that a startup can uh, face when producing something but, uh, approaching yeah. hardware. Yeah. Yeah, putting the financial argument on the table is not reassuring as well, <laughs> because uh, they they are taking uh, talking about uh, that they don't have enough money for for them to get in, into production is yeah, uh, it's concerning at this point. I think the fight is in China in the, on the manufacturer mm -hmm. side of the all the different components where uh, a meta company can come and say, okay, stop everything you do for this company. I buy you the same price as uh, what they pay you and I triple it and you will work for me to, to provide the headset now. I think that's what they encounter uh, during the production. And that's yeah, no, why it... they had to send someone over there to work in China directly in, uh, on the production side to make sure they are not shifting to other headsets. Yes, simply because Apple just bought their uh, lenses company. So I guess mm. this is a good argument on mm. why it's it's slowing down. Uh, mm. Well, I don't know if Apple is really like uh, blocking them from getting the lenses. I don't think this kind of player is like a threat for them. Uh, so we don't know what they are doing in uh, uh, in the back. Mm. No, we won't have uh, the answers right now, but yeah, no. I, I just wanted to know uh, uh, what were your your state of mind right right now, and uh, especially if you have uh, this kind of project uh, by by September, I I understand the feeling and have the same uh, uh, the same question as you as you are right now okay yeah in, in two weeks we should have one and we should be able to give you some other feedback uh, yeah because uh, the end of august is uh, like right now so uh, mm. if you have any answers uh, by the end of the week i guess uh, your uh, your choice will be made mm. okay so do you have uh, 